Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. When a nation goes dark, it seems like the lights are going out. There's wickedness ruling and raging all around us. Immorality has been unleashed. Sin has been normalized. What does a person do? What does a Christian do? It is time to bow the knee when you see the lights going out and to begin to fear God once again. It is time to repent. What does that mean to repent? It doesn't just mean to confess our sins. That's where it starts. It means to recognize sin as God sees sin, confess that sin, ask for forgiveness, but turn from that sin, turn from that wickedness, turn from that darkness, and turn back to the face of God. And I believe that the repentance that Father God is waiting for us as a nation that's waiting for us back in the homes once again, and many hearts, is to return to a holy fear of God. All throughout the Bible, it was just so common that when God's people turned away from Him, turned their back, and began to worship, worship man, began to worship things, began to worship their idols, and they did not worship God, God called for the people to repent, to turn back to him once again. So where do we begin? We can look to the word of God to know what to do, and it begins with the fear of God. I want to read Proverbs 1, 7 to you, um, several scriptures on the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1, 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And he repeats it again in Proverbs 9, 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. See, repentance right now is where we are as a nation and as a home and as a people. We are to repent because we do not fear God. You see, life is in chaos. Life is in confusion. It's in total disarray. Our country is in chaos. And how do we fix this? We fix it by beginning to return to the fear of God, just as God laid out in the Word. And, you know, even the church, when the church began, Acts 9.31 tells us that when the church began and the way it multiplied, it says that they walked in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Acts 9.31. See, even the church knew to continue walking in the fear of the Lord. So what is it? Why is it that the fear of the Lord is where we began. Well, begin. Well, look back at Proverbs 1 7. 
The fear of the Lord begins with knowledge. We got to turn back to truth. See, we've turned away from truth. We don't know truth. We don't know the word. We don't know the way to go. So we do what is best that we can man can devise in his own plans. And so we understand how the world operates and functions. And so we just begin to function like the world. And so we begin to seek after the ways of the world to find our peace and to find our prosperity, even to find our purpose in life. And that is what has gotten us away from the fear of God. But see, we got to put God first. We got to put God before man. We got to put God before ourselves and turn back to God. In Proverbs 9, 10, when he said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I want us to understand there that what God is saying, the fear of the Lord is is where your wisdom comes from. That is not just knowing what to do, but it's also doing it. So we are to know truth, but we are to do it. We are to live it. So how do we fear God? Because this is really what has happened and gotten us off base that our life, our homes, our church, our country has gotten messed up and gotten dark and the lights have been dimmed. We get it back in order by eliminating the chaos, by eliminating the confusion, by eliminating the wickedness and returning to the fear of God. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, to fear God, I want to give you just a simple outline of what it means to fear God. When you fear God, that means, number one, you look up to a holy God. You look up to God who sits in the heavenlies on his throne in justice and righteousness. And you look to God and you see God for who he is, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the sovereign God. He is the God who rules over. He is the God most high. And you look up to God and you recognize for who he is that he rules over this creation. And he is the God, as I like to say, he is the one who calls the shots. And this is so clear in Genesis 1 and 2. He is the one who created this earth. And so he is the one who set it all in motion. And he created us that we might have a relationship, that we might have fellowship with him. But when we don't fear God, we lack that fellowship. We lack our relationship with Father God is is dampened. And so you look to God, the holy God. And when you see God for who he is, that he is the creator, he is the sovereign God, he is the holy God, he is the righteous God. He knows what is righteous and what is unrighteous. He knows what is wicked and he knows what is righteous. And you willingly, the next thing, you willingly humble yourself before God. You willingly put yourself under his sovereign rule. You put yourself under his authority over your life. 
And as you put God as the authority over your life, then you willingly choose to obey his rule, his authority over your life. And then you go about living according to the word of God. You see, right now, everyone is looking for an answer to the coronavirus. We're looking for God to lift this thing off of our nation and around the world. We're looking for God to be the answer and the quick fix to this. And what I am praying in the midst of all this is that we would repent and return to fear God. That once again, we would recognize over our homes as well as our nation that we fear God. That we willingly recognize that God is the sovereign authority and that this word is the truth. And what God says, this is how we will order our life. We put God first, then we put ourselves under God, and then we simply walk as we conform to the word of God. So I'm asking God, in the midst of this coronavirus, God, I, I'm asking that you would part the Red Sea. We need a Red Sea moment. And I was reminded that Moses and Joshua too told the people continuously, reminded them, fear God. We are to fear God. If we fear God, he said, God will bless us. Why? Because then things are in order. Life is in order. You always begin with the heavenlies, the spiritual, looking to God, and then the physical. You put yourself in order, put yourself under a holy God. And Joshua said this. He reminded the people in Joshua 4, um, starting with verse 23. He said, For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over. And then listen carefully, that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that he is mighty, that he may, that you may fear the Lord, your God. And then listen, forever. In other words, God moves and acts on behalf of his people when we get things in order, when we get God over us once again, and we look to Father God as the authority over our life, over our nation, over our churches, over our homes. We look to him as the authority and we fear God. What is it? We willingly submit our life to his rule. And he said, do this forever. That includes us, that today we are to do that. And so in this coronavirus I'm asking God, God, would you once again give us a Red Sea moment? Would you move in such a way to be the resolution to this coronavirus outbreak that once again it causes your people to look up, to look up and see you as holy and righteous as the God that your hand is upon us? And would you move in such a way that we see you and we see who you are and that nothing is too hard for you. 
that it doesn't just give us relief, but it causes us to bow the knee and once again realign our life, realign our homes, realign our nation, realign our churches under you as the authority. And that we allow you through the holy word of God to order our steps going forward, to order our lives. It is then that we will see the glory of the Lord intervene and take action in the midst of a great need that we're facing right now. So where are we? What's happening? We need to repent and we need to return to Father God, and it begins with a fear of God. I want to pray right now and ask you to join me in this prayer that we would repent and return to God. God, we come into your presence, and we recognize and we acknowledge that you are the holy God. You are the sovereign God that you are the one who created this universe, you created this world, you are the one who created us, and you created us that we would bring you glory, that we might come into fellowship, relationship, and have fellowship with you, Father God, as we reverence you, as we have a holy fear of God. Lord, we ask that you forgive us as a people, we ask that you forgive our homes. We ask that you forgive our churches. We ask God, congregations, I should say, God, forgive us as a people in this nation that we have not feared you. We have not put you over as the authority, as the ruleship over each one of us and our homes and our churches and our nation. So God, forgive us of that. We acknowledge that and we ask for forgiveness. But God, we purpose to return to you. We purpose today to turn our face from the world, to turn our face from ourselves, to turn our face from our idols, and turn our face back to looking up to you. And we willingly humble ourselves before you, God. And we recognize you as the sovereign God, as the authority over heaven and earth, and we willingly put our lives, we put our homes, we put our congregations within the church, we put our nation back under your ruleship. And God, we purpose that we will fear you, the living God. And God, we ask that you see our hearts, and in humility, you would move and act. God, to protect your name, to exalt your name over our present situation. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray you are blessed, and I pray that as God has spoken to your heart, you simply obey. And if he's called you to repent because you have not feared God, I pray that you fall to your knees and you repent. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. 
If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.